once again beginning to appreciate the need for inner development. Many spiritual traditions still thrive throughout the world. The great lack is not in the teachings, but in our not having the inclination to study and practice them. Quote, Here, for spiritually inclined beings who wish to take advantage of the opportunities afforded by human life, is a treatise on the Lamrim tradition of meditation. What is the Lamrim tradition? It is the essence of all teachings of Buddha, the one path traveled by high beings of the past, present, and future, the unabridged synthesis of all practices included within the three levels of spiritual application. Lamrim is an especially profound aspect of Dharma, for it is a tradition of practice sound in origin. It has neither fault nor shortcoming, it is a complete training perfectly uniting both method and wisdom aspects of the path. It provides all levels and grades of the techniques passed through Nagarjuna and Asanga, from the practices meant for beginners up to and including the final technique before full Buddhahood, the stage of non-practice. End of quote. The Lamrim is a most excellent teaching, for it incorporates all the instructions given by Buddha. Containing basic as well as high teachings, it can be practiced by people of all levels of intelligence and development. Thus, it is a vast ocean containing the jewels of every Dharma method, jewels producing benefits that extend not only to the limits of this life, but reach far into future existences, even to the goals of liberation and omniscient enlightenment. Should we be able to complete the fundamental Lamrim practices, and engage in the extraordinary trainings of highest Tantra, even full enlightenment in one lifetime becomes possible. The aim in the beginning of Lamrim practice is to gain an appreciation of the human potential, and to become aware of the unsatisfactory nature of lower existences. We then become mindful of the karmic laws of evolution, and seek inspiration from the enlightened ones, the teachings and the spiritual community. The aim in the middle stage of practice is to transcend the hope of high rebirth and to inspire the mind to seek nirvana or liberation from the most subtle forms of samsaric suffering. As nirvana is accomplished through the higher trainings in discipline, meditation, and wisdom, these practices are introduced here. Finally, once stability in these two levels has been accomplished, one contemplates how not only oneself but all beings are immersed in samsaric suffering. One thus generates the Bodhi mind, the Mahayana attitude of universal responsibility that aims at the attainment of omniscient enlightenment as the supreme method of benefiting the world. One then enters into the practice of the six perfections, four ways of amassing trainees, and two stages of Tantra, as expedient methods of accomplishing enlightenment and benefiting both oneself and all others. Over the centuries, many Lamrim scriptures have been written by the great practitioners and lineage gurus. One of the most important of these writings is the third Dalai Lama's Essence of Refined Gold. It has remained one of the most popular Lamrim manuals since its composition some 400 years ago. In the Lamrim view, 
The deepest impulse of all sentient beings is to experience happiness and to avoid suffering. Different cultures throughout the world have made many systematic investigations into how these two goals may be achieved. Many philosophies of human happiness have emerged, and many methods whereby happiness may be gained have been developed. Most of these methods, however, aim at producing a type of happiness that reaches only within the limits of this lifetime. Their basis and scope is fundamentally materialistic. The difficulty with a purely materialistic interpretation of life is that, in addition to ignoring an entire dimension of the mind, it does not deal effectively with the problems of this life. A materialistic mind is an unstable mind, for its happiness is built on transient physical circumstances. Mental disease is as high among the affluent as it is among the poor, which is a